You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about what it's like to shut down a business. So Brainchild Studios last day was December 15th, 2023. Um, We were born on September 7th, 2016. And I wanted to um, hop on and just share what this experience has been like. So this is just going to be a solo cast today, just me. Um, No script, just kind of talking through and reflecting on what it's been like to shut down uh, my baby, you know? Um, and so for me, I think that, uh, I feel like the best way to go about that is to kind of just reflect on what this journey has been like to start a business and launch into entrepreneurship and build the business. And, you know, there's so many highs and so many lows. Um, and even the decision that I made and shared previously, um, to end the business was a difficult decision. And then this past 12 months of actually going through the 12-month access strategy we put together has been its own set of challenges. Um, But it's all part of the journey, right? So uh, for those who may not know, um, when Brainchild first got started in September of 2016, um, I was actually a co-founder Technically, I was a co-founder. I bought out my partner um, within a matter of weeks um, before we'd ever made a dollar. Um, But that co-founder was somebody that I actually um, very much trusted. And uh, I made the mistake early on in trusting them in the ways of um, just guiding, going with their guidance. They had, uh, this person had um, a lot of entrepreneurship experience under their belt. And so I just trusted them. And um, long story short, uh, they ended up, once once I had purchased the company in, in full and uh, decided that I was going to move out of Chicago and come back up to Milwaukee, um, they threatened to sue me um, under no real grounds. There is no grounds for suing. Um, and that was my very first real challenge in uh, doing everything I could to protect my company and everything that I'd built. At the time, I had, um, let me just preface this by saying I have no bad feelings and I don't hate men. Um, but for anyone who's followed me, I'm very pro uh, ladies and, and a proud feminist because uh, that's just been my experience where um we are products of our experiences, right? So when I first got started, I had a male accountant and a male attorney, and my male attorney was also the attorney for my um, previous co-founder who was threatening to sue me. So my own attorney was threatening to sue me, which was a whole um, a whole thing, and I don't think you could do that. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to get uh, a woman accountant who I trust and will have my back, And I ultimately ended up hiring five women attorneys, um, all who were like, he can't do that. He's going to lose his license, blah, 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 right? 
So um, that was very empowering and super scary. And that was um, really within the first year of um, Brainchild's launch. So that all went down at uh, the very end of 2017. And so, um, it, yeah, first year of business, you know, they always say that the first year of business um, is the hardest and it absolutely is. It's, it's totally survival mode. Um, but I was also battling being crushed by a potential non, like a potential lawsuit that had no backing behind it. Um, so that was a challenge. And at the same time, uh, I had decided to move back up to Milwaukee and, um, we were also in final negotiations with, a client who ended up being our largest client and our um, longest standing client, even to this day, as Brainchild shuts down, um, where we have still been working with this client. And I remember sitting in my apartment the uh, in Milwaukee um, the day that their uh, initial deposit check hit our bank account, and I just broke down sobbing. <laughs> I broke down sobbing. Um, that that check uh, represented the fact that I could continue to pay the attorneys that were helping me protect my company, that I could pay my team who was helping me do the work, um, and that we would survive this shitstorm that we were in at that time. Um so that that was that was our first year really um and since then it's been such an incredible journey you know high highs and low lows just like entrepreneurship always is um but we built a team we built uh at our height in 2021 we had i believe six employees and probably two dozen or so contractors um we've ebbed and flowed over the years we've seen our team get engaged and we've seen them get married and we've seen them have babies and um, we've seen them move out of state and we've seen them move into houses. Um, we've had overnight retreats. We've won international awards. We've um, been rewarded and uh, recognized quite a bit locally. I mean, it's been an incredible journey. It's, it really has, but um, I would be remiss to not admit that there were plenty of times over the last six years where, um, and specifically, I have uh, very specific memories of, uh, I can't remember which year, it was probably 2019, 2018, 2019, where we had just been crushing it. And uh, the first six months of the year, we, we had just hit all of our numbers out of the ballpark, but what I had done on accident is because I was so focused on building or, or servicing the clients that we had brought in, I had forgot to continue to sign new clients. And so we got halfway through the year and we were looking at the second half of the year and I was like, oh my God, how did this happen? Like, where did our cash flow go? And I realized that I had forgotten to bring in new business and I just very specifically remembering um Kyle my now husband holding me at the time as I just like broke down in tears um and you know questioned everything as as many of us do and have um throughout this entrepreneurial journey 
And he just held me and let me cry and um, and told me that he believed in me. And, you know, it's moments like that where I, you know, if you don't have a strong support network for anyone listening, I really recommend you find somebody who believes in you even more than you believe in you. Like, don't get me wrong. You have to believe in you a lot, <laughs> like a lot. Um, but for those low moments, you need to find somebody else who believes in you even more to remind you that this is what you're supposed to be doing and you can keep doing this. And so I did and we kept going and we built and we learned so much. Um, and for those of you who have been following my journey, uh, as I've mentioned, 2021 was really hard for me and I know I'm not alone in that. Um, and I shared a lot of details around the decision to shut down Brainchild and pursue Ray 9 um, uh, at the beginning of November of 2022 in that podcast. Um, and so I, I wanted to just kind of, you know, sum things up with how this past year has been. So making that decision was really difficult. You know, I, I went through a lot of um, I felt like a failure on a lot of levels. I felt like I failed everyone who had ever believed in me. I felt like I'd failed my team, any, um, anyone, any community member, anybody who handed us an award. I, I felt like a failure on a lot of levels. I felt like I failed my family, um, that I wasn't building the company to the point where I thought I would and I could. Um, but I went through a lot of soul searching to get to that point and, what I realized was my why is to create opportunities for and to elevate women. And a lot of that is based off of um, truly serving the pain I know. And the pain I know, which um, is a quote from Jay Shetty and Think Like a Muck, which I read at the beginning of 2022, and it fundamentally changed my life. And this is the biggest quote that um, really landed with me is serve the pain you know. And after doing a lot of reflection over the last few years, and even specifically over the last couple of weeks, um, I've realized that if I were to name the pain I know, it's being told I can't do something or being told I can't have something or being told that I'm not enough. And I will save you all of the detailed specifics on all of the people who have told me that I can't do, I can't have, I'm not enough. Um, because I'll write that all out at some point in a book someday. But that's what I've realized is what has really fueled everything I've done. Anytime somebody told me I can't do something, my response was, watch me. Anytime somebody told me I can't have something, my response was, watch me. And anytime somebody told me that I wasn't enough exactly as I was, now it took me uh, a lot of my 20s to figure out how to overcome that and find the confidence to overcome that. But now I can confidently say anytime somebody tells me I'm not enough, it's just I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, like that's too bad that you feel that way. But I know that that's not true. And in all the work that I am doing now moving forward, you know, I am dedicating my life and my career to helping women with these same pains. You know, any woman out there who um, has been told they can't have it all, come here, let me talk to you, and we'll figure out how you can have it all. 
Anybody who has been told you can't do something because of X, Y, Z, reason, whatever bullshit reason, let's chat because I promise I will help you find a way to do the thing. And anyone who has been told that they are not enough as they are, well, that's bullshit. And if you need um, a sounding board, reach out because I'm happy to tell you that to your face. Um, and and I want to help women build more profitable businesses and more fulfilling lives through the art of entrepreneurship. And no, it's not going to be the right path for everybody. It's it's a hard path, um, but it can be the most rewarding. And um, that is, you know, that's the culmination of my pain that I can serve and the way I can serve it is through entrepreneurship and, and helping women build businesses that honor their unique strengths and skill sets, um, don't limit their earning potential, and give them the flexibility and freedoms that they are seeking. Um, so so that's that's been a big um, a big insight and reminder uh, to stick to my why. And this past year, you know, it's it's been a challenge because, you know, our team, we, we shared the vision and the transition with our team at the very beginning of the year, but we did ask them to keep it quiet um, for obvious reasons. Like we still needed to make sure we met our goals and we still needed to make sure we brought in the revenue we needed to to take care of everybody and that we still served our clients and we didn't freak anybody out unnecessarily. Um, but for the last, it's a for all of 2021 and the first half of 2022, um, a big part of me felt like I was living a lie, which is a huge struggle for me because I'm a terrible liar, uh, which is why I typically just don't lie. Um, but in business, you know, there's sometimes situations where you have to kind of hold back certain details of the truth. And so at the beginning, the first half of this year, it was a bit of a challenge having honest conversations with people when they asked me where I wanted to build Brainchild to and what I was doing with Rain 9 and how the two related. Um, because I could have gone all in and said like, oh, well, I'm shutting down Brainchild and, uh, because I want to do this with Rain 9 and we probably would have had a very different year. And so, um, I share that with anybody who is thinking of, you know, pivoting their entrepreneurial journey. Maybe the business you're in right now isn't really working for you or something needs to change. Um, but it's a scary place to be in when you're having conversations in the public on how do you navigate that and so just to share my experience you know that's what it felt like is it felt like a half lie you know I, I made sure that I never said anything that was actually a lie um, but you know when you hold back some of the truth that sometimes you know sometimes people say that's lying um, but that's what it felt like uh, but at the same time on the back end of that uh, internally um, I just want to give a huge shout out to my entire team. I mean, I've never felt more connected and more supported um, as we just have worked for the last year to grow Rain 9 together. And it's been so flattering and so humbling um, to go through this very scary and difficult decision and know that on the other side, I still had such an incredible support system to help make it all reality. Um and so again, to anyone listening, I would really recommend that support system because it's it's really difficult to do without that. Um, and 
and even the transition process, you know, I got to a point, uh, you know, I got married this year in 2022 and uh, planning a wedding is difficult, but planning a wedding and uh, shutting down a business and running another business and launching another business at the same time is like um, a lot. So for anybody else who might be juggling that, I would maybe um, space it out a bit if you can. Otherwise, give me a call and I can do my best to help you walk through that um, to the best of my ability. Uh, but yeah, my my now husband sometimes was like, oh, I forgot you're not just running one company. You're running two companies and you're starting a third. And I was like, yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, so it's it's been a challenge, but um, it's been an incredible experience. And I honestly wouldn't change any of it, really, for anyone who made me cry <laughs> while I ran Brainchild. Um, I am grateful for the opportunity to learn and go through those difficult experiences for every single person who said yes and supported and signed on the dotted line. I am so grateful for those experiences. And you should just know that when you sign to work with a small business, like I know it sounds hokey and people talk about this all the time, but you really are making dreams come true. Like you are, you are validating the person who has risked almost everything and sometimes absolutely everything to make this happen and you are validating that they are doing the thing they're supposed to do and there is no there's no greater gift than that sense of self-validation being reflected back at you by others whom you respect as well um so i thank everybody for every single element of this journey um and i thank everybody for all of the support going into this next phase of um, of my career and of my entrepreneurial journey. Everyone has been so incredibly supportive. Um, and I think that's what happens when you get really clear on who you are and why you exist and the skills and things that you can bring into the world and, and help make it a little bit of a better place. Uh, people see that and it feels good. And um, there's a lot of opportunity there. So that being said, um, I just, again, want to end on a note of gratitude for everyone who has played any role in Brainchild Studios' journey, um, for anyone who has helped me get Rain 9 up and running. It's been a minute since I went through all the administrative pieces, and man, it is a lot of work. I forgot about that, even though I've written about it a lot. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. And uh, super thankful and grateful for my team, who, whom without none of this would be possible, like absolutely none of this. Um, we had our, our final holiday party uh, on the 15th of December, and then we took the team out for a celebration for a spa day on the 16th of December. And... It's just incredible, you know, and I'll end with this. Uh, I've said this time and time and time again, and I will continue to be a broken record. People are really what matter most. As a lot of people have asked me why I chose not to sell Brainchild Studios, um, I swear this is not a PR clip. It just really is the truth. The best thing that I built with Brainchild was my team. And I knew if I were to sell it, I'd have to sell them. And... I didn't want to. I wanted to bring them with me. So 
that's why we chose to dissolve the company and and shut things down um, versus trying to sell it because I wanted to bring everybody that I built with me, built for Brainchild, I wanted to bring them over to Ray 9 as much as possible. So that's what the journey has been like in a nutshell. Um, And for anyone thinking about changing course, whether that's a different path in entrepreneurship, whether that's a path into entrepreneurship, whether that's a path out of entrepreneurship, um, reach out if you have any questions or would like a sounding board. I'm happy to talk with anybody. Um, And also just know that it's your choice on how you exit. Uh, For me, we intentionally made it a 12-month exit strategy because I really wanted to take the time to uh, quote unquote, do it the right way. Not that there's really a right way, but what felt right for me. And I didn't want to rush and I wanted to honor all the space that we um, created as a group. So, so there's that. So here's to 2023 and all the really exciting things that we have coming up. And um, hopefully these are um, welcoming words for anybody else who is in a transition and looking to go through something that you've never gone through before. So thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to leave a review if uh, you enjoy the show. And you can find us um, at rain9, R-A-Y-N-E-I-X.com. Thanks for listening. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com.